I'm Ashley. I'm Valencia. And we're self-misguided. So today we are going to be sharing our thoughts on social media. And you, did you prep anything for this? I have a couple things. Oh, that's what I was... So I prepped nothing for this because I have like pretty strong opinions. Uh, I don't know if strong is the right word, but I, I haven't really changed my mind ever on it. But I did do a little reflection and when we talk about like some of my like thoughts on my personal social media and like we talk, I, I kind of sat back and like thought about why I might be this way and it's, it'll be, I think it'll, it'll elicit a reaction from Valencia. It definitely got one from Ryan this morning. All right. Yeah. I have a lot of like pros and cons. Like I, there's some good things I feel like and there's, I mean, the cons are obviously like a little bit more. But uh, I was actually surprised when I sat down. I was like, oh, well, I don't, I didn't know exactly how I felt about it until I really sat down and was like, oh, okay, so. So I guess, like, let's start with what, what has historically been your general, all, general overall approach to your personal social medias? Have you been someone who shares mm-hmm. everything? Like, um, like, and I guess, let, let, let me get a little more granular too. Do you share like your your own thoughts and your own pictures? Or are you someone who shares other things you see all the time or both? So I I only ever really use my social media to post like pictures of the kids. Like whenever I first had kids, it's like, you know, you want everybody to see pictures of your baby. At least I did. And so that's really what it was. When I started my like health and fitness journey, I started sharing more about that. And I was at a point where I was like trying to get people to do it with me. And so part of that job was to share, to, like, get people to see, like, my journey and, like, inspire them and stuff like that. And then it slowly changed since then. And so what was the second part of your question? Oh, were you someone who, like, posted your own photos and your own, oh, yeah. like, thoughts? Or were you someone who shared other things or both? Not until recently. I never had the confidence to share my own thoughts. I never was, like, I could never get on there and be like, this is what I think and blah, blah, blah. I would base it off of, like, things that didn't, weren't, like, like a big controversy. I, I never really post stuff like that, at least not until lately. And so I kind of just kind of, I just wanted it to be peaceful doesn't sound the right word, but it just, like... Non, like, just non-issues, yeah. like, non-confrontational. Yeah. So how old were you when you started using social media? Ugh. Like, regularly? Well, that's a hard question because my parents really were... They, they were the ones that kind of, like, waited a, a little bit longer to let me have stuff like that. And so whenever I first had, like, Facebook, it was, I think I was in, like, junior high. So I was a MySpace age kid. So, and that was like, absolutely that. not. And I wasn't allowed to have one. My mom eventually created one with all these parental locks for me when I was in junior high. I didn't get, so Facebook was, like, not being regularly used. It was just starting to become, like, popular whenever I was in high school. I got a Facebook, I want to say I was like 15, deleted it when I was 16, not deactivated, deleted my account and didn't re-get one until I was 18. And that actually came from like a traumatic like relationship ending. Oh, okay. I was like, I had a... That's why I did that. Um, And so I just didn't re-get it. I had Twitter in like 16, I think, in high school before Twitter was like really big. So don't get me wrong, when I was like 18, I posted like all of my thoughts and all of this and just like really silly stuff. I see it in my memories all the time and it makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, but I have like always been like, especially like even, even for an 18 year old, but like, especially as like I kind of grew in like in adulthood, I've always been someone who's just like so private. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. with, like, I didn't share my thoughts. I didn't share a ton of pictures. I didn't add a bunch of people I didn't know. Um, I did, like, I don't share, like, a ton of political sides, one like, one way or another. It's, like, because to me, like, my Facebook and my social media was less about, like, less about who I was and more about, like, the front I was putting on for, like, potential, like, like, you don't, I, it's, I don't want people to see the worst of the worst on it. So, like, that's kind of how I always thought I approached it. And so I've always been, like, really, just didn't share everything. Um, didn't, like, I would, I mean, I'd, I'd reshare some stuff. I, I'd like people's things. It's just, I'm not someone who's, like, ever, like, was ever super active on anything. Um, and then Instagram came around, and Instagram took me so long to get any form of, like, a desire to use it. And now, like, my explore page on Instagram is, like, my holy grail. Yeah. Yeah, when I got, so when I first got Facebook, I think it was, like, junior high, I didn't even have the password to it. Like, that's how protective my parents were. Like, I really only used it for, like, the games that Mm -hmm. they had on there. And then, at some point in junior high, uh, my profile picture was shared by some creepy guy who made a derogatory comment about it, like, shared it. And so, of course, I got, like, upset. And so, that's, my parents were like, okay, maybe you're not mature enough which you're not yeah. in junior high. And so they deactivated my account for a couple of years, I'm pretty sure. And then when I got it back, I was able to, like, I think I was a teenager by the time I, like, maybe 14, I want to say, before they let me have it back. Maybe 15. I didn't really have a big... Man, I still, whenever I look at my memories and see the posts I used like, to make... Oh my gosh. Alan says anytime he sees one that he posted, like, in his memories, he deletes them. He's like, I don't need to see that. That's so <laughs> I just sit there and, like, laugh at myself. <laughs> the delusion at which Alan can just delete the past yeah. I'm here for. And so, um, Instagram was really foreign to me at first. Uh, same for, like, Twitter. Like, it was really just Facebook. And like I said, I really used it to play games and stuff like that. I didn't have a lot of friends or, like, a lot of, like, I wasn't in any cliques like that. So, I didn't really post pictures of myself or anything like that. There was just no use. I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, so, um. Isn't it wild that, like, even so young, even at the beginning of it, we already associated, well, I'm not going to get a lot of likes and I'm a lot of yeah. friends, so what's the point? Like, self-esteem was, like, nothing. Like, I, I was, like, I'm not even posting. But my, my parents wouldn't let me post stuff, like, that. they would want to approve everything yeah. I posted. They wanted the password so they could look at everything I'm doing, like, that type See, I just, of... like, I didn't have any, I, I hate to say it, but I didn't have an interest when I was young enough for my parents to want to do that. And I think yeah. it's, like, the one saving grace my parents have had by yeah. me because... I didn't give them any else. Right. Yeah, so whenever I started my, like, health and fitness journey, that's when I really dove into the other apps, like Instagram. Uh, well, I guess that might have been really it. And so that was, like, I had a public just because of the type of platform I was trying to build, which seemed so foreign to me. Like, I, it was, like, going from just, like, my personal Facebook that was, like, private to, like, a public page and like I think that jump made it really scary like I I just dove into it and I think part of that's the reason why I I didn't it didn't stick because it's just kind of scary for everybody to know everything Everything you're doing yeah Yeah. and so I've really reeled it back in since that and one of the negative aspects to social media in my case is when people see things a lot of people show just, like, the highlight reel. They will not show, like, especially public people, like, if you're going to share your life on there. No, well, what, no, my social media is my highlight reel. Yeah. But, like, 
a lot of people's thoughts are like, if you're going to share your life, you should share everything. Or, you know, no. that is your decision. Yeah. Well, the thing about it was, I wasn't necessarily sharing just a highlight reel, but of course there are things that I, it's no one's business. Oh, 100%. But because my, my profiles had been public for so long, everybody just kind of assumed they knew everything that was going on. And so even family were like assuming things that were happening. And so they would like message us and be like, I see all this stuff. I know exactly what's going on. I'm like, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And so that's just been another reason that I've kind of reeled it back in. I'm like, if people want to know what's going on in my life, they need to be in my life. Otherwise, they have no access. Yeah. No reason to have access. So So pre-podcast, were your pages still public? Yeah. So Not my Facebook. My Facebook, I've tried to remain private because of all the stuff I have of the kids on there still yeah. as I'm transitioning to taking them off of social media it's a longer transition than I thought it would be because it's just like it's still foreign to me to to not share them at all so um I think my Instagram might still be public I was like my so my Instagram has I never that was like the one thing I never private like made private because I don't want to approve follow requests yeah <laughs> that's true so my facebook is still private obviously um i have so i have facebook uh instagram twitter i could not tell you the last time i tweeted it probably was like two years ago i love to just like lurk on twitter it's yeah. the death it's like the dirty depths of the internet i have snapchat and pinterest and tiktok oh, don't snapchat. post oh, don't post on tiktok rarely so fun fact um for the longest time I, like, didn't use... I, I think I got Snapchat when I was, like, 19 or 20. I did not use it when it first came out when it was super popular. Would not give it to people I was dating. That's not... You were absolutely not contacting me via Snapchat. Then I quickly switched sides, and I would only also talk to people on Snapchat. Cause. Yeah. So, that was another thing. Snapchat. I don't know why I forgot about Snapchat. I've had Snapchat for a long time. Not when I was... I never got Snapchat until I moved out. I was 18, I think, when I got my Snapchat. That was something Snapchat they did not approve like, of. That is, like, my worst fear as a parent now, is Snapchat. Yeah. And so, my kind of, like, first... Because I was, like, Snapchat was just not my thing, and I wasn't super into it, my kind of first experience with, like, how negative it really could be for even adults was when I was married to my ex-husband. He had a friend who... And, like, a co-worker and, and a friend who would go to work Download Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all this stuff. Snapchat and all all night long. Delete. So deactivate the accounts and delete them when he got off of work because he didn't want his girlfriend to know. That's insane. You can't tell me that it's not like easier to just break up. (laughs) Right? Like what is the point? That is so much work. That's so much work. The amount of effort people will put into like doing stuff behind their partners back when it's easier to fix the relationship or break up is astonishing to me yeah so so i used to have my uh my snapchat public what yeah no yeah i you know what freaks me out not only people have a public but people who publicly share their location on snapchat just wait are you serious you're about to be blown away the reason why the 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 pivotal moment that i changed all of that was when we were traveling we he worked we lived in a camper we went with him we were with him all the time we would he would work three weeks on we'd have one week off we lived five hours from home so on our week off we'd come home we'd stay with like Corin franklin and it was like a great time well right after the pandemic started which is of course we started traveling in like 2020 like we were in texas in march and everything we 
had no summer clothes. And in Texas, summer starts like a month early, it feels like. And so we literally did like a turnaround trip. We we needed clothes out of our storage that was here in Missouri and we were in Texas. And so we didn't tell anybody we were coming, mainly because... You were going to be here for 37 seconds? Yeah, but also it was still at a point where nobody wanted us to visit them because we were traveling from another state, like during yeah. COVID, like we Back understood. Back when like no one knew what was going on yeah. with it. And so we we didn't tell anybody except, of course, like Corin Franklin because we stayed with them. And my settings were still public and my location was on. So I get this message. I don't know if we had left yet or headed back yet. We might have been about to like head back. We were not even here for 24 hours. And I get a message from my one of my old best friends. And she was like mad at me. You didn't tell me you were in town. Like, I can't believe you wouldn't tell me, like, all this stuff. And I was like, how do you even know that I'm here? Your husband's ex-wife told her. I knew this was going to get roped into it. Looked at my Snapchat location and was like, did you know she was in town? Like, it was like a high school moment. Like, I was like, I was looking at Alan, like, looking at these messages, like, what is happening right now? And so, of course, I had to sit there and defend myself. Like, I'm not even here for 24 hours. Like, I'm... It was... It, that's the pivotal moment that I was like, people are watching me. They are oh, telling people what I'm doing. They are, like, none of their business. But I'm also like, it's my fault, too. Like, it's no one's business where yeah. I'm at. Like, where my location is. And so, I immediately was like, we're done with that. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, I, I don't share my location. I never share my location on Snapchat. Um... It's just, I don't know. That's, like, weird to me, I guess. Yeah. It's, like, because, like, Ryan and I have Life 360. Yeah. But, obviously, we're a married couple. We have a baby. We need to know where each other. We both, yeah. and then for the longest time, we both were on the highway to work. So, like, we needed to know where each other was at and they were safe. Yeah. But no one else on the planet needs yeah. to know my location. Your best friends don't need your location. No, like, I love my best friends. And like Your parents I'm, don't need your when location. When I'm going to Cassie's, when I'm taking a long drive, I'll share it with them. Yeah. Like, when I go, like, when Maisie and I go to see each other, we share locations just so we know how close we are. Yeah. But, like, nobody needs your I can location. assure you, they don't give a fuck where I'm at, for <laughs> starters. <laughs> but, but yeah. no, that's insane. Yeah, that was, like, I felt... My the feature being a thing though is like yeah. insane to me as it is. Well, it's just like but, now they have it like on Snapchat. We could pay like like a dollar or something a month or two dollars to be able to see who rewatches your stories. What what do you need that for? How do you why do you need to know how many times somebody looks at what you post? Like you I post like, it. So. I understand. There's like definitely like a level of like because like I remember being sixteen and like all that kind of stuff and granted of social media, so I wasn't doing that. Yeah. And, like, every now and then, like, I creep, but it's never, like, for any harm. Like, I guess, like, it's the thing. Like, I think it's, like, there's a natural curiosity to know what people are up to. And it's, like, you're right. Like, but I, and, like, we've made it the responsibility yeah. of the Poster. individual to, like, watch their security. Yeah. And, like, as a 25-year-old and a 28-year-old, you and I can make those decisions. Mm-hmm. But then you make this accessible to 12, 13, 14, 15. They can't make that Yeah. I have friends who have, like, 10-year-old kids who have Snapchat. And they're like, oh, they let, they're learning lessons the hard way with yeah. it. And it's, which... I don't even know when we'll let our kids have, like, phones. And if so, so it might be a flip phone, because I don't know how comfortable my dad, My dad was, like, very much that way, didn't let us have... Like, my little brother's going to be 12, doesn't have a phone. Yeah. We didn't have phones. And, like, I just... And literally, my stepsisters, their mom went ahead and got on both of them. And literally, within 30 days, both of them had issues. And it's just, like... 
they're children. They can't make those decisions. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, as someone who's, like, very pro-freedom, where does, like, where is the line of, like, the government interference too much? But also, like, where is the line of, like, protecting our kids? Mm-hmm. And there's there really is, unfortunately, this world's only so much a parent can do. Yeah. But um, if you're going to do something, don't do that. Don't yeah. give them social media when they're no, we're like, I, too and young I think to understand. It's so like it's it like it's something I worry about because I've already made the decision that Theodore is not going. He's not going to have a tablet. He's not going to have a phone. He's not going to have access to the internet without literally. And I'm not talking figuratively. I'm talking literally someone over his shoulder until he's old enough to understand like the the dangers and the consequences and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And like knowing he's going into a world where like that's not the standard is like terrifying to me not because I can't control what he's going to do outside of that but because I worry about like him getting made fun of almost you know yeah he'll he'll be the only one without all that which like I'm not opposed to him using technology but it's going to be supervised and it doesn't make kids bad kids because they do that Mm -hmm. that's like a very good nap but like it's terrifying you have no idea and I do genuinely believe there is no way a parent can control it if they have access to that. And there is a lot of cases where, like, especially if you have, like, latchkey kids. Because, like, I, you know, kids stay home at 13, 14. You, they need to have – the home yeah. phones aren't a thing anymore. And, like, they need to have access to that. Or they have schoolwork where they have to have access to that. And some parents don't live, the luck, like, the luxury of the lifestyle that Ryan and I do, knowing he'll always be with a family member, like, something like that. They don't have that. And so there is – there is cases where there's absolutely no way to protect the kids from a parental standpoint. Yeah. And then, like, so then who's, res- like, I understand there's going to be, like, it's the parent's responsibility, but as a society, where do we draw the line? Right. Um, but that, like, I, yeah, Snapchat, like, freaks me out so bad. Um, I'll get on, like, every now and then, and, like, accidentally pull up the map, because... Snapchat changes yeah. how you use it all the time. And no I will see people who finger. I've never seen in my entire life. Don't have no idea. I'm not friends with them on Snapchat. I'll see their locations on my map because they are so public with everything. Oh, yeah. Isn't that terrifying? Yeah. Yeah, it blows my mind that I ever did that in the first place. Yeah. It just... That was before I really had kids when I made that decision. And I think it was just something I never thought about until that happened. And... I'd hate... That is such a minimal thing to happen, too. Yeah. For for it to change your mind. It could have been something insane. Way worse. So. Well, just, like, the, the idea, like, my, like, her, my husband's ex-wife, who, like, you weren't, like, friends with, like, you were acquaintances with, watching your location is weird. Like, like that, it, I don't think it's weird. Like, she was weird. I think that's, like, that's a very common thing. It's still a weird thing. Yeah. But, like, that's terrifying. Yeah. But one of the, like good things about social media I found is being able to like reconnect with people. Oh yeah. I, I had, when I was growing up, I went to like nine different schools. We were, it was the most unstable like environment I had, but I had this like best friend in, I think it was fifth grade. I'm pretty sure we decided it was fifth grade and I was only there a year, maybe. And so of course, when I moved, I was I was too young to have a phone, and I didn't have social media, of course. And so, growing up, whenever I finally got a phone, finally got social media, I looked for her. Couldn't find her anywhere. She even said that she looked for me, couldn't find me anywhere. And I thought that was, like, insane. Well, in 2019, we I finally found her on social media. Aww. 
And so, of course, like, I sent our friend request, and it was, it's just so cool to see, like, we didn't talk to each other for, like, 11 years, I want to say. Or maybe more. I don't even remember. I do love the aspect of, like, getting glimpse into, like, my people's lives, like, like, my friends' yeah. lives, and see, like, when they do cool things or stuff like that, and they celebrate their achievements, if I, especially if I couldn't be there, I love, like, because it's, it's, yeah. like, cheering them on from the sidelines. Yeah. I love that aspect of social media. Yeah. Um... Well, see, but it's also, like, I have this friendship now that I might not have had. Oh, absolutely. And it's so cool that we're, like, we literally got married the same year. We have, exact like, two kids exactly the same Aww. ages. Like, it's just, like, so cool to know, like, I was best friends with her in, like, fifth grade. We didn't see each other or talk to each other. Didn't ha- know anything about each other. And we were able to, like, still be in the same place in our lives. It's just, like, so weird. But, yeah, I like being able to, like... Because we have, obviously, like, I have family in Colorado, and so we don't get to see each other, and so having social media to be able to, like, connect is also nice. But to be honest, I connect with her more the four times a week she calls me on FaceTime than I do on social media, so. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, kind of go into, like, what I realized about, like, my social media. Oh, yeah. But I'm gonna ask you a question first, Ugh. and it's a personal question, so if you want me to cut it out or you don't want to answer it, just let me know. Okay. Has social media caused any problems in your marriage? Hundred percent. Do you want to elaborate, like kind of talk about what they are, stuff like that? Um, one of the main things is, like I said before, people think they know what's going on in your life. the The weirdest part is like, so I obviously share things, and one day I shared like a joke about maybe deciding to travel again, and the amount uh, it was a joke. Like I was like, oh, we should buy a camper, blah blah. blah. Obviously, we just bought our house. Like it was yeah. not going to happen, and so. We had several people reach out to Alan. I was the one who posted it. They reached out to Alan and gave thoughts that, like, it's no like... No one asked for No one asked for but, like, for the way they talked to him was, like, that, like, they had a say in what the decision was. We weren't even making a decision, but it was, like, the way they talked to him was they felt so entitled to be able to talk to him that way about, like, our decisions. So, obviously that was wrong, but... What came from that was some severe, like, not severe. It was, like, a lot of reflection on the way our marriage was working. Mm-hmm. And we had, we got married too young. I'll, Which I, we've like, talked about, like, multiple times. So, for the first, like, four years of our, three years of our marriage, four, four or five years of our marriage, we had so many outside influences that our marriage wasn't ran by us. It was yeah. ran by what, just two teenagers. Friends, yeah. family members, yeah. And so that situation really made us look at each other and be like, this is our marriage. We, there was a point during that situation, because that lasted several months, the like, the work that we had to put in. There was a point where I was thinking, this might not work out because all these people are hating on me. Mm-hmm. thinking that I'm running our marriage, making these decisions. I remember that. When, in reality, um, Alan finally opened up to me during this. He's like, honestly, the past couple years, any decisions that we've made, I've kind of let you make. Like, I just went along with things to make sure you were happy. And I was like, Which I no. think men so often do. Like, Ryan openly says all the time. And, like, we've had a conversation about it, and Ryan's point of view on it was... 
doing the things that make me happy. Because, like, Ryan does things all the time that he maybe doesn't want to do. Like, we went to Ulta today versus going to Academy. I didn't want to go to Academy. I didn't want to go to Dunham's. He wanted to go look at golf stuff. I wanted to go to Ulta. And he was like, oh, well, we'll just do that. So I, Ryan often does things like that, like little things, to make me happy, whereas I often don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 don't get me wrong, I do, but he definitely, it's more him doing the things with me that he maybe doesn't want to do than his vice versa. All the time, I'm like, go do that. Like, I'll stay home with the baby. You go do that. You go do that. Like, he goes, plays magic by himself, goes to the magic shop, runs and does cards, you know, goes to the driving range, goes, plays golf. And I don't do, I don't go with him. And we kind of talked about how, like, I, because I asked him if he felt that that was fair. And he was like, well, my role as your husband is to make you happy. And I don't mean that as, like, I should sacrifice everything. But he says, the things that I do... Um, that make you happy at the expense of my unhappiness. He's like, the level of unhappiness is here and the level of you being unhappy for me in terms is like way down here. It makes me more unhappy to see you unhappy than it makes me to go, go Alta versus oh, yeah. Academy. So he kind of has this approach, but it definitely has blood over to where he would do things just to make me happy yeah. that he shouldn't have been doing. See, but this was like every single decision for almost two years and like... I think part of that was he felt guilt because he was traveling. I was I was alone a lot of the time, and he just thought maybe, I don't know. But simultaneously making me the bad guy in everybody's eyes. Because no matter what the situation was, and we've worked through this. Like, he says, yeah. like, it's fine if I talk about this. Because um, by making it look like I was making all those decisions, he didn't stand up for me during that time. He let everybody think that I was making all these decisions, I was literally called a manipulator, a control freak. Like, of our marriage, people were calling me that. People had no idea what was actually going on. I didn't even know what was actually going on. Because when he finally opened up this, like, about this to me, I was like... That explains everything. Yeah, and I was like, I felt bad that he felt that he had to do this. Because I never, I never thought that I made it seem like that's what would make me happy. Sure, he made a lot of decisions that did make me happy. But in the end, I was the one hurt over all of this because I never wanted him to live like that. I wanted him to be happy. And I never would have chosen that. And so while that time was hard and it was... that, That literal scenario was caused because of social media. Because I shared something on social media that people thought they knew what was happening and they just, I don't know. like took and ran with it. Yeah. Of course, like, now I'm like, man, I... I mean, there was times where I was like, man, I wish I wouldn't have shared that. But then there's so many times where I'm like, yeah, there's so many times I'm like, I wish I wouldn't have shared things. That scenario, I am glad that I did because it really helped us do some work on our marriage. Our marriage is very different than it was a year ago. And I can safely say that no outside influences are going to change that, no matter who they are. So that's like obviously a side effect I didn't think of, to be quite honest. Um, So. A follow-up question. Has it ever caused me jealousy in your marriage? Like, of who you guys were friends with, who was liking oh, no. this post? I was like, I could. Like, it's so hard no. for me to imagine. Honestly, like, like, that has never been a problem with us. Because if I ever said, like, I don't really know if I like you being friends with this person. There's, I'm not someone that's like, you can't be friends with somebody. Unless there's, like, a real reason. Yeah. But when it comes to social media, Alan is such, even in person, he is such a, like, friendly guy. He oh, knows yeah. everybody, talks to everybody. I am and then I openly tell Alan all the time that we're not friends. Yeah. <laughs> and so if there's, and it's only happened maybe twice, there, if there's anyone he friends on there, then I'm like, I really would rather you not. They see all my stuff. Like, I just don't, I'm not comfortable with that. He immediately deletes them. Good. 
It's As never like, I never say like you have to. I'm like, just how I feel. And based on how I feel, that's what he would do. Yeah. So there should never be like you have, there should never be any you have to moment. But if you're like, well, if you just told me to, I would not like tell me your feelings, oh, yeah. but if you just told me I had to, I would. Okay. Then don't act like I'm the back guy for telling you you have to then. Right. I think there's like such a negative connotation with that whole kind of environment of like, I don't like this, but I'm not going to tell you that. And then they don't delete it because that would be, no, just like, I'm, I am a, you need to delete this person. I like, I am a, that person because like, to me, it's not like we can sit and we can have this full conversation. Um, and I want to make very clear. I do not think you're manipulating Alan into deleting those, but I feel like that's how a lot of people approach that. Well, I'm not going to tell you have to, but this, 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 oh, and yeah. this, and I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to, you need to delete this person. Um, Obviously, like, so social media has only played an issue in one, well, Ryan and I had, like, a one thing with it, but it was, like, it wasn't just social media. Like, social media is where I drew the line. Um, but it's only played a big issue in, obviously, like, one high school relationship, which is why I deleted social media, and then, like, one relationship, like, as an adult. Um, but I, like, kind of going back and like, bigger thing of, like, we, the words don't, they're not, this is my decision. The words, speaking about, this is our decision. And Ryan and I are good about talking ahead of time. So like, this is the decision we made. You have to feel comfortable enough to stand fully behind it. And like, the, again, we've talked about this. We are a united front. Yeah. And that's how, like, that's a big part of decision making is like, because I feel like I do make a majority of the decisions, but I genuinely think like for Ryan... One, we, we have a lot of the same views and ideas and stuff like that, so it's easy. But I do think for Ryan, like, as cheesy as it sounds, like, his ultimate goal in life is to make me happy. So there is a lot of things that he's going to agree with me because the other option is now too bad for him. Like, he does, it doesn't even seem, like, desirable. And, but, like, a lot of the big things we've been on the same, like, we've been on the same page about, like, where we want to be financially and how we want to raise our son and like all sorts of things like that. We were already on the same page about, cause we talked about them before we got married, before we got pregnant, which you didn't get the lecture of doing because you were a child. Yeah. I had no idea to how to even have those conversations. So it's yeah. never too late though. Like we have these conversations all the time about things we want to do differently, things we wish we would have known to do differently. And although we're starting six years later, on these conversations, it's still... The fact that you guys were able to, like, do that together and be together on the other end is, like, such, like, a true testament to, like, how much you care about each other and how you view your marriage. Yeah. I'm about to take this serious topic <laughs> and turn it into a joke. Yeah, wait. So, I was sitting there reflecting. Obviously, like, I'm a private person, so I don't want, like, my social media... But when you kind of think of the timelines of when I've used social media... Um, they've kind of correlated with like, I started when I was like getting out of high school and truly starting to date like as an adult. Um, and I'm really private on social media and I was private throughout my marriage. And part of that was because the one, which is where I, I'm just, I just not a poster. It's like, it, we talk about posting for the podcast. It feels like a full-time job. It is. It's hard. Um, and then, but it kind of like broke down. Like my stuff is private. I don't like a lot of people's stuff or... Like, I've made the joke before, like, if you see me and they're like, no, nothing's going on between us. <laughs> kind of like when I was dating and stuff like that. 
But I think a lot of the reason I'm so private and so obscure and like don't post like a lot of things is because to my core, I'm a fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> to my expect- very core. I did not expect that. I'm a fuckboy. <laughs> and let, like, let me, like let, we literally, Ryan and I did this this morning. So and then I go to Ryan's Instagram real quick. Ryan is just like, he just doesn't use social media and not like, I'm not going to post you because I don't use social media. He's just someone. So Ryan's last 10 post, April 2nd of 2022 was his last post on Instagram. And it was the announcement that we were pregnant. <laughs> one before that, our engagement pictures. One before that was us at a wedding. The one before that was when he proposed to me. The one before that was us out on the trail. The one before that was his Valentine's Day post to me. The one before that was a picture of us. And the one before that was a picture of us. And the one before that was a picture of us. And the one before that was right when we started talking, but we weren't actually dating, and it was a picture I took of him. And the one before that was before we ever started talking. So the last ten posts are the only posts he's made the three years we've been together, and all of them involve me. So we'll, we'll clear Ryan's name before we delve into... We go back to pre-dating Ryan. So, actually, I think this is really funny in keen into my, I'm to my fuckboy to a core. I was, Brian and I had started to see each other at this point, and I posted a picture where he'd washed my car, but I just posted my car. I made no notion that he was there whatsoever. He did any of it. Me and my, me and Cassie, a picture of you at the office, or like this one. This is my shiny moment. So this is like a picture of a charcuterie board and there are two wine glasses. So obviously I'm with someone, right? There are two wine glasses. All I said was living my best millennial life. No one knew where I was at, no, or no one knew who I was with. It could have been all of my friends. And this is because to my core, I am a fuck boy. And I would often date multiple people at the same time. Not under the guise of monogamy. Like, don't get me wrong. I would like knew I was dating. But that way, I, like, very much made it. Like, if you looked at my post, you couldn't confirm I was out on a date with someone else. <laughs> and if you looked at my likes, they were just all over the place. Or, like, you, you could not, in my social media, confirm that I was being a fuckboy. And I want you to note that if you are in a, especially a man's social media, because, like, or, you know, if you're a woman, I'm not teaching you how to catch women in the act because we're better at it than you. Just live with that, okay? But if you're in a man's social media and just something about it, you're like, I thought he was a fuckboy, but I just can't prove it. Know that you can't prove it because he's good at it. <laughs> and so I think a lot of the reason I like, because like I started social media when I started dating. Like not, I didn't start it because I started dating, but it was like that same time frame. And like when I got, like when you're married, you just like don't, I just didn't, I don't know. I didn't share everything. I was so used to being private because I was so private when I was dating. And then when I got divorced, I was dating again. I don't even know what's going on there. <laughs> so I think the problem is, to my core, I'm a fuckboy. And I just can't break the fuckboy habits. <laughs> I'm like, on your, I'm on your Instagram now. <laughs> and on this one, you can see his tattoos on his arm. I, I think he maybe tagged at it now, but when I posted it, he wasn't. Oh, he is now. Yeah. So then there's this picture. This was the same day as the picture he posted at Devil's Den. And in the comments of that picture, there's a photo cred to me. In this picture, you have no idea I was with a man. <laughs> Wow. Or this one. This one's really funny because it definitely looks like a potential date could have taken this. I was with Danielle. (laughs) 
Or like, oh, here's the thing. Or here's something else like really toxic I used to do. If I was like seeing a guy and he was like trying to make it known we were seeing each other would comment on stuff with like my stuff, like every single thing I post, I would remove them. I would remove his like or remove his comments <laughs> or remove him as my follower. Oh. <laughs> the life I lived. Now I'm over here trying to be a trad wife. Obviously that's a joke. A what? A tra- tra- traditional wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we were, I was sitting there reflecting. I was like, why am I so private on social media? One, I just, I like limiting access to me. But I think that's because I, like, I want, like, I'm very much, like, a front. Like, and I know that sounds, like, toxic. But even, like, with what we talk about on the podcast is, like, you're still only getting what we want people to see, whether yep. we're showing you more than you would show or not. You're only getting, like, you only get, very, very few people get all of me. You get all of me. No one gets as much as me as Ryan does, like, yeah. my raw emotions because he, like, he is the person I get to do that to. He's yeah. the person I get to, like, cry to, like, over little things. You, but you, like, yeah. for the second, you get all of me. Cassie gets all, Cassie probably gets more of me than she wishes she got. Um... But I just don't think it's ever has like just because we share on social media or just because we do this podcast, no one ever should have to feel they have to share everything. And I feel like to an extent, like that's healthy both ways, right? Yeah. Because like you just like you don't want you you don't need the trauma someone else carries, if especially if they're not talking to you. And if you're someone who's like creeping on someone. Sometimes I love, like, like when I was in, like, my toxic relationship, I would love to see that that chick's profile was private. Because you know, my feelings were going to get hurt. And it didn't change what was happening. And, like, so sometimes you're doing, like, good. Like, and we talked again and again about, like, you feel like people thought they had a relationship with your kids because of social media. Mm-hmm. And I see that all too often. Um... And we've talked about it, so we won't, like, spend too much time on it. But I want Theodore to be able to create his own social media footprint. Plus, like, I'm definitely someone who, like, has spent too much time learning about the evils of the world. Yeah. Um, but I want him to be able to create his own footprint so we don't share his, Like, we share so little of Theodore. We don't share his face. I actually, like, I never did the stickers over his face until the picture from the brewery. And it was too funny because he was reaching for Ryan's beer. I couldn't help <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. Someone messaged me because we both have a beer in our hand. And they said, are you staying in Kansas City? I was like, no. My mother-in-law drove. <laughs> Mind your business. Right? Like, that is not. So weird. That's weird. Pe- that is weird people shit. Yeah. I don't care how common it is. It's fucking weird. I can't wait for our, like, audacity episode. Like, the the audacity that people have sometimes is like, what are you thinking? Why do you think you can do this? Like, why do you think you can message me and be like, you should not do something like that? We need to bring back a little bit of bullying, right? And if I single-handedly have to do it, I will. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that's just some of our thoughts on social media. Is there anything else you wanted to bring up or talk about before I cut you off? Not really. It's more of just like... My thoughts on social media at this point, after going through some serious stuff this past year, social media has become, and it, like, it's already known to be linked to, like, depression and self, like, low self-esteem and stuff like that. And for me, I thrive on human connection. And so, any day of the week, I will choose... It's not human connection. 
Like, social right. media is yeah. so not human connection. It takes away that, like... It, it creates this false connection, but you don't get any of the actual benefits the of it. The moment you close your phone, the moment you close your laptop, whatever you're on, it's gone. Yeah. Well, so. and if, like, if you are a parent who's, like, worried... So, like, I was very sheltered from it, and I never developed a relationship where my confidence was tied to, like, likes or anything like that. Um, and, like, I just... I. Never, I've never talked to people I don't know off of social media alone. That always started on dating apps, guys. Uh, you know, that's just like I've I've never had a lot of those unhealthy relationships with social media because basically the first time I was actually given access, I was fifteen or fifteen, and then I only had it for a year. And even at that point, I it was my decision, but I had been so sheltered that I didn't feel the need to have it. So I was I was eighteen when I fully started to use social media. I've also as a. Uh... When I was younger, not like too much younger, but before I really, like before I became a mom, I went through a whole like, I think, I think it was a lot of the environment I was in. I was really petty for a long time. So I'm really petty in person. So on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, like it's very easy to find a post that's like kind of. Petty, like subby, like subtweety, yeah, so subposty. Yeah, but it's like directed towards someone, but it's yeah. vague. And so, of course, the person who you're directing it to would know. But it's your way of being like sharing things to hurt people, and but not holding on to the responsibility of it. Like if you're gonna share something specific to someone, tag them in it. I have send two, it straight I to have them. Two things to add here. I one time shared a post about like. So, uh, no, no, no. My friend had shared a post at the time, basically talking about how like feminism is bullshit and we don't need feminism and women are treated equally. She has a daughter, so I literally posted. I was like, I don't see how women raising daughters can like act like feminism isn't real. And she goes, Is this about me? And in the comments, I was like, Yes. And then I shared all of these statistics. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. If you're gonna be like, Yeah, this is about you. you sure. But I did. Go I didn't want to tag you in it, but it's about you. Yeah. But I did go through a whole phase of that and. I don't, I don't like that. Um, I now try to, and there was also a time where I would share something might not have been relevant to me, but I believed in, and I would get messages like, if the boot fits, yeah, that's what it reminds me of that TikTok. But song. the reason why I thought of that is I actually did something like that, super petty to your husband. <laughs> he wasn't your husband yet, but it was like a while ago, and I'm not proud of it. But I mean, I, it was a pretty good joke. I want to say. I want to know. I will tell you after this. I I don't want to say it. Okay. Well, the other, the only other time I ever did that was a guy that I had worked with was like telling everybody he liked me, wanted my number. I literally posted on my Facebook. I said, if you want my number, just add or said something, or I know you want to talk to me, so just do it. He posted his phone number in the comments, and we dated for a year and a half and fought for a year and a half. So don't stop tweet. It'll ruin your life. I do have one more thing about like, um, Social media. I'm so sorry. Ryan probably that keeps him up at night some nights probably still because he's such an emotional person. I have it no idea about that. It, it was so does. upset. Uh, I'm pretty sure I apologize. Is this why you blocked him on Instagram? I don't even remember doing that. <laughs> so, long story short. I swear short, somebody had my phone and did it. Long story short, when... Val and I became friends. I was like, oh, Ryan, did you see her Instagram post? And he, like, went to find her. Val had blocked my husband on Instagram at one point. I swear I don't remember doing that. I do like how, like, because I love Ryan so much, I love that he got his redemption arc in the friend group. Because he let all of this stuff happen and he never tried to, like, it's just, like, very much him him and I's, like, perspective. Like, it's not my job to clear my name. 
Yeah. And, like, it's not like Alan and everyone quit being friends with him. He just took a step back. And I really, yeah. I'm really happy that he, like, got this redemption arc. Yeah. See, everyone. it probably only took so long because Alan's not necessarily, like, a go-getter. He's not, yeah. he'll, he'll say something, like, five or six times. And by the, that time, I'm like, don't say it again. Do, do it. it. Yeah. And so, he had mentioned several times, like, I'm going to reach out to Ryan, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, freaking do it. Like, what is holding you back? But he's also someone, like, he'll, he'll say stuff like that. He'll want to do something, but he won't take the step and do it. And so a lot of the time I'm like making him do stuff that he wants to do. He just like won't and find the time for it. That's like very much like you guys got one side of the story because he just like removes himself from the situation, which is how I handle things too. Like and it's not to say like Ryan had no wrongs or no faults. Um, so both Ryan and his ex-wife were guys in your guys' friend group, so obviously yeah. that divorce ended up really messy. I don't even remember what happened. Like I don't remember how everyone got so separated. And just, just everything, COVID, divorce, right. kids, all that stuff. And, like, Alan and Ryan, like, he had, he, Ryan had seen Trey a few times, but Alan and Ryan reconnected when Ryan and I got pregnant, and then you and I became so close, and just kind of, like, forced everyone back <laughs> yes. together on Ryan's side. For Ryan, which, like, I know has, like, made him happy, and now, like, Trey is going through what he's going through and has, like, this level of support with someone who's been there, and, yeah. like, you know, Alan and I have, like, commonalities like we have nothing to like whatsoever but, you know like <laughs> like we I, i've asked so i asked him like where he got say. his car loan and we talk about like finances right now and then, stuff i have no idea yeah, how to like, talk about even. yeah and um, stuff like that and so it's really cool to like reintegrate and i guess redemption art is probably the wrong word because it's not like everyone hated him it. it just got separated but like obviously you being the woman on the side that kind of got lumped in with the girls and their opinion and yep which don't get me wrong i trash talk right all the time <laughs> Um, but yeah, so my one other social media thing besides the subtweeting, cause I forgot about that was if you share everything, every little thing you rant on Facebook, you share all of it, like, you know, it's just everything, you, everything for the public. I want you to know my husband and I screenshot it, send it to each other and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I walk into my mother-in-law's house. If you're friends with those, I'm like, did you see that bullshit? She's like, I know. No, she doesn't. She's like, I, I was, you need to be... <laughs> She does. Jill checks me. Um, but I want you to know, like, you get past, like, you are literally made it like a joke. Don't, face Facebook, social media should be your highlight reel. See a therapist. <laughs> you are my therapist. Not you. Oh. <laughs> Maybe, like, your dad could take it out or your dad's wife could take it out. Well, uh, he called Mark Zuckerberg a uh, bad word too many times and now he's banned from Facebook. <laughs> So thank goodness for that. No more of those rant sessions on That's Facebook. That's so funny. His wife has one though, and so can we like email? Like, let's let's just send Zucky an uh, email and be like, hey, right? like he's on this one. Too. He's using that account to yeah. trash talk you. <laughs> I just I love that. That's what he gets you banned from Facebook. I never he even called him that. a terrorist too many times. We like a no, but like like you know, like a bot just caught that, like mm-hmm. or like a person who he treated like like yeah. who Mark. I mean, obviously like Mark didn't see it, but I'm just like you call Mark. <laughs> Can you imagine he's like is Google like searching his name on Facebook like guy. you don't have a Facebook <laughs> you don't have a Facebook I wish. <laughs> well, those are our thoughts on social media, which I'm sure you'll hear a lot about, just like with where we are at. It's fun to have one for the podcast yeah. though, because it's so it's just like. We share, like, wellness things or, like, snacks. And, like, it's just so much more, like, niche. So it's yeah. not just, like, here's my life. I have mad respect for these influencers who, like, turn their their lives into a brand on social media and, like, make all, like, 
I, there's so much respect because of navigating that. And they can never do anything right. Never do anything right. Right. And so I just, like, I have a lot of respect for people who do that. Like, that is, I know a lot of people act like it's the easy way out. It's a fun job, but it's a hard yeah. job. See, and it I've takes like, so much of you, I have to imagine. I've thought about, like, the like us doing this has the potential to be at a point where we will have to deal with negative DMs. We'll have to deal oh. with people blasting but I'm not, us. I'm not worried about people being mean to me yet. Have you met me? <laughs> Yeah, so those are, it's literally, I love, I was talking, I think I was talking to Faith, I was talking to her about how we record, obviously, she's listened to every single episode, and I was like, it's just like sitting there and having a conversation, and so, yeah, this was, thanks for joining our conversation, and, yeah, we love, we love that, like, you guys are here to be a part of it, make sure, I'm gonna start saying this in the end of every episode, every episode to be a good podcaster, make sure you rate, review <laughs> us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe to us. Follow us on Instagram. Send us DMs, thoughts, opinions. We're actively posting more and more, putting questions and polls up. Uh, yeah, yeah, let us know what you want to hear because no. we love. We have a long list. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but we would love to like hear your thoughts and opinions. And we're glad that you're going on this journey of being self misguided with us.